Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today I am bringing a very special guest. We are very lucky to have Tyler Carrasco on our show. Tyler is a college senior who still has a semester left and has landed a job with a medical device sales company. And it's, it's awesome to see. We reached out. We've talked a couple of times. But again, it's a lot of people that are listening to this podcast that reach out that are in his shoes. I just talked to a person that's a junior in college. They're trying to say, hey, how do I get a job before I, I break it or I graduate? And that's why we have the expert Tyler in because again, he still, he was an athlete. He still has a semester of school to go and he just got the job offer. So Tyler, we're so excited to have you. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate everything. I mean, starting out, thank you. Like the podcast is, is a huge help for me. Um, the ebook highly recommend that stuff. Uh, the knowledge and content that you're putting out is, was extremely helpful for me and kind of my experience. So uh, thank you right away for that. So I appreciate it, man. That that means the world. That's again, that's why I always laugh and I smile like this. That's what I do this for, right? Like it's, it's yeah. just to help as many people um, and, and people like yourself who are actually go-getters and, and you went and did it and you put it into yeah. action and look at you now. Yeah, we put, we put a plan together and we, we executed it and ran into a few bumps along the way, but we made it work and kept going nonetheless. So I love it. I love it. So Tyler, can you kind of give us a little bit of background about yourself? Like we said, you're a college senior, 23. Can you kind of give us a little bit of background uh, before you broke into medical device sales? And then also at going into what led you to medical device sales? How did you even find it? What got you interested? And then kind of the steps to get there? Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, so I played, I was fortunate enough to play college baseball for four years. Um, that's kind of what took me to college uh, after I graduated high school, really didn't want to, but thankfully sports kept me there. Um, and when I got to college, I went to junior college in California for two years, uh, started in biology as my major. Um, and originally I initially found a PA route was kind of the way I wanted to go. The physician's assistant thing. Um, and then as I transferred to my four year in Kansas and kept playing baseball and whatnot, I, I kind of fell out of it uh the education started kind of slipping away and I was like man like is this something I really want to do like got to go to school for four more years or two more years after this like let's let's try to find something else and fortunate for me I actually got to meet a uh, director of, of Arthrex uh oh, Dr. No Hoover, Dr. Tim Hoover I'll give a shout out to him he's a great guy um and he kind of introduced me to the medical device sales um started talking to me about Arthrex products and stuff like that he's like man you're an athlete like it's it's competitive it's fun like it's you're everyone's driven like everyone's team oriented and stuff and and to me that kind of felt like a sports thing um growing up an athlete and then now finding a career that relates to athletics is huge um so that's kind of kind of why i got started on medical device sales um and then the, the sole reason that i think i decided to do it was the continuing education Yep. Um, and I know I kind of just said that I didn't want to go through school, but I wouldn't say this is like school in a sense. Um, I'm learning the products consistently monthly where they put out new modules uh, for you guys to learn, for us to learn. Um, so continuously better, bettering myself to help patients and help surgeons throughout the rest of my life and career. That's that's something that that drives me every day and wakes me up in the morning and gets me going. 100% man and that, and again that's one of the questions you know like they always ask why medical device sales right yeah and, and that was what always won mine like I a I love helping people b the financial opportunity there is a good you can make a good living and then three, yeah. being 
always love learning and not being, I don't ever want to be the smartest person in the room. I want to be with the people around me that are way smarter. So I have to grow. I have to learn. Yeah, man. So I really love that. And also we, like I've touched on this on the podcast all the time, but like for PAs, nurse practitioners, people that are looking at going to doctors, this is a route for a lot of college students who look into this because just like yourself, I got accepted into OT school. I was looking at like 150 K of debt. And then I was like, but they make 70, 90K. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, the math doesn't add up here, you know? So like, like, like you're saying, you can still learn, you can have the education, yeah. but you don't have to have the debt load and you can still be, you know, you can be in surgeries, you can make a huge impact and exactly. still make a good financial living without all the debt load. Exactly. Yeah. And that, and that's kind of one of the things that I've talked to like some family friends and stuff about is like with Arthrex, like their company motto and slogan is helping surgeons treat their patients better. And what I kind of did prior to going in and kind of digging in and trying to break in, um, I've made sure that that's something I wanted to buy into. Yep. Uh, And that's something that I definitely bought into and like being able to, like you said, be in the operating room with a surgeon and have a case come out and that person's walking or using their shoulder again, uh, maybe two or three weeks sooner. Um, because you're in there to able, able to assist the surgeon, like yep. that's, that's something that, that keeps me moving and keeps me going every day. hundred percent, man. Like I get chills when we talk about things like that, because again, <laughs> that, that's the impact on the life that they're having. Right. And like, this is what people don't understand until you're in those shoes is if it's a grandpa being able to lift his grandkids up or, you know, just even going to the quality of life, if the hips better, they can actually exactly. move without pain. That's what this is all about. Having a good product yeah. that can, and again, helping those surgeons have that great outcome. So hundred percent, man, I love that you went in there. So again, you found, you were an athlete, you found medical device sales, got lucky enough to find somebody. Then you started, okay, I think this is what I want to do. Can you kind of walk us through that process? What did it look like for you after that? How did you start connecting with people or get yourself a foot in the door to be, you know, the opportunity where you're at now? Yeah. So Uh, He kind of told me about Arthrex or Tim Hoover told me about Arthrex and Gemini Mountain Medical here in Colorado. And I was like, okay, like I'll kind of look into it. And what I did is I went through their their core values and stuff with the company and kind of got an idea of what they were like. And then as I got more curious, I was like, okay, well, what's a day in the life like of a sales rep? And then I fortunately for me, I found you (laughs) podcast and stuff and was able to get some insight there. And I was like, okay. I'm going to start reaching out to people on LinkedIn. I'm going to go through social media, email. And initially the thing that I did that got my foot in the door is I picked up the phone and I called these companies. Like I called and asked for the hiring manager. Um, I called the first company that I called was impact orthopedic. Uh, They're based out of San Diego, California. And their hiring manager was thrilled that I was trying to find more insight, more information on the role. And we set up, a summer internship, I believe it was, I want to say 2020. And unfortunately COVID happened. So I wasn't able to do that. And it was upsetting. Like it it was a setback and it kind of hurt a little bit. It was like, man, like I was really excited. It was a great opportunity. Um, But nonetheless, I kept persevering through it, kept going. And I was like, I'm not going to give up just after one company. Yep. Um, And then I contacted Gemini Mountain Medical, um, had a great connection there uh, with their VP and talk to the hiring manager again once again and I was like hey you know I I want to know what the day in the life's like I want to know the the stuff the products that they have to learn uh how they do what happens in the OR because prior to that like as a college student I had no idea yep and and that's kind of what I wanted and what I was looking for 
Um, Because my biggest thing before graduating was I want to find a career that I'm happy in. Yep. Part of part of finding that happiness is me understanding what they're doing in a day to day. And that's something that I'd recommend to a lot of college seniors is start your job search in the fall. Yep. Like go go talk to someone who's doing the job that you want to do and get information. Um, So with that, I was I kind of asked the hiring manager, hey, would you mind if we kind of did like a mini internship? Um, Can I come in shadow a rep? and they loved it I mean and I kind of impressed them with that like they were just happy at the fact that I wanted and was eager to learn yep Uh, so and then after that it's like once we got that finalized it was all in my hands like all I had to do was come in prepared show that I was committed show that I was hardworking and driven team oriented and bring the qualities that, that I possess and show them through the internship instead of going through the interview process Cause like you said before on here, like most of the time, like they, they might have someone that they've already picked out for a role or there's 10 other candidates that are just as qualified as you. And they might have one little thing on their resume that sets them above you. Yep. Well, this was a different approach for me. I was already, I was skipping the interview process and going straight in and kind of kicking the door down. Yep. And so that was, that that was kind of something that and just going off that, that, that was your interview process in a, in a way, right? Like you're doing exactly. it, they're seeing how you act and they're like, okay. And this is, this is always the talk we have with everyone, right? Tyler is like, you're doing it. They're seeing you real life, real time. Why would they exactly. take a shot on somebody who's just a resume when they know, Hey, this is what exactly. we're getting with Tyler as they're seeing it real time. Exactly. Yep. So, so I guess if we if you want to dive into the, the internship, kind of what that looked like. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just do so, want to touch on real quick because you had some yeah, great points right there. No, no, you're good, man. Like, I want everybody to go back and listen to that last three minutes that Tyler just went in, just the characteristics that went in. But the big thing I want you guys to hear from his story right there was, number one, go-getter. Didn't sit on his hands, didn't sit and wait around, wasn't just throwing a resume here and there and then wondering why he's not getting hired, right? Literally picking up the phones, calling these people, regional managers, looking to learn more. Number two, that's what I want is eager to learn. Like he said, we're going to be lifelong learners in this industry. There's new products. There's always new competition. There's always better techniques that we can be learning. Like they want to see that you're open to learning. And the fact that you're calling these companies, again, A, it shows that you're a go-getter. B, it shows that you're eager to learn. And they're like, man, he's doing that for free. Just wait till like we pay him or he's incentivized to actually do stuff. That's what I, I'm like, that's what goes through these guys' head because they're like, I, I was willing to eat it for free because I'm like, I'm just trying to learn, right? And that's what you did. Exactly. Open, open the things out. Um, I two other things, trying things out. Like you said, I've said this a million times. It blows my mind. Somebody will go and pick a career they've never ever shadowed. They just got told that it would be good, or hey, it makes good money, or whatever. And I'm like, who cares? Even if it makes a bunch of money, what if you do it and you hate it? Like money is great. And everybody, I always have this talk again. Like I moved out here with $20,000. My first year, that's what I made. I moved out here with $1,200. I had no money, right? Now my life's a little different. It's not like that. Let me just make it real clear. If you do what you hate, the money's not going to make it any better. It doesn't matter how much you make. Yeah, you can buy some more toys, but you'll still be miserable, right? You need to make sure that you love it and you're happy. So like Tyler said, if you're a college senior, go intern or, or go just ask if you can shadow someone, right? Like take a day out of your college and like go and see, I did this all the time. It just made sense. Why not go and hang out with somebody and get a pick their brain because this is what they do for a career and say, could I see myself in this? Because that's going to be 
the biggest tell sign because again, I thought I wanted to be a DNR person because in college or in high school during the winter, we just played Xbox and hung out. And then I worked <laughs> this summer and I was like, this is God awful. Like I personally would never want to do this. Right. Like you don't know until you try it. So like everybody who's thinking about that, like Tyler said, please go try it out, do things to see if you even like it, talk to a bunch of people, get their opinions. And then again, you get a million different opinions, then form your own opinion. All right. Like just because John says he hates it and Jeff says he loves it doesn't mean it's great or worse. It's you just got to say, why do they hate it? Why, why do they feel that way? Where would I feel? And just make that. And then lastly, like Tyler said, he created something, right? Most of them are going through interviews. He asked for an internship. He asked for him to like, hey, can I come more? Can I prove myself to you guys? And again, look where he's at now. So I just wanted to touch on those points, Tyler, because those were great points. And I think those guys listening and girls listening, if you guys listen to that and actually can apply that, it will get you so far in this process. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I really think like once I got that internship, like there was a different fuel to me and a different passion and it was like, man, like, this is my, this is my window. And instead of waiting for a door to open, like I made my own door, kicked it in. And that's something I would recommend to you guys listening is find the company that you want to work for, go after it. Yep. They're never going to shy you away from wanting to learn. If you show that you want to learn and you have a passion for their company before they even hire you, they're going to, they're most likely they're going to love you. Hundred percent. And just remember, I always tell people it's a test half the time, right? My favorite one is like, somebody said, no. <laughs> No surgeon. Let me just make this clear. I go to up to a lot of surgeons. Majority of them do not say yes on the first time. They're like, no. And if I was just that person who's like, ah, dang, I never will get them. This sucks. I asked them once. You know what I mean? Like I tell people all the time, my manager for the job I got now, I just said it on the last podcast. I emailed her or I messaged her five or six times. No response ever. Mm -hmm. And then I found the right associate. Bam. Called me within 24 hours. You know, it's all about just being persistent, doing it in a correct way, not becoming annoying, but showing that you're eager to learn like yourself and being able to show that, hey, you give me this opportunity. I promise I'm going to come through. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So let's go. Let's go dive deep into that internship, like you were saying. So you so you're able to land it, get them talk to it. Okay, tell us what that looks like. Yeah. So mine was kind of a short mini internship. I only had two weeks. I did it uh in between our fall and spring semester um and that was the time frame that worked for me and they were able to work with me and say yeah come on in let's do it and and like you said earlier like take a day out of your semester to go find something and go do it go shadow somebody go intern somewhere for a day or two and they gave me that opportunity and I had two weeks and in my mind it was okay you have two weeks to prove to them that you're going to be one of the best hires that they could ever have yep and that's exactly what I did so day one I went in, got to meet everybody, kind of made myself familiar with the building and everything like that. And they have a great lab set up in there. They have six uh, cadaver stations uh, that are used throughout the week and uh, reps bring surgeons in um, and educate them on products and stuff like that. Um, so I got to participate in my first lab that next day on Tuesday. And so what I did, pri even prior to the internship, uh, I'm not sure with like other companies, but with Arthrex in general, all of their products are online. Yep. So I was able to go on their website prior to my internship and get a general idea of what products were like, what techniques were used, um, just kind of that. And when I walked into that case on Tuesday and we were doing a rotator cuff mend and I'm sitting there and they're like, hey, would you like to help? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. I jumped right in, 
I was familiar with the products. I was familiar with the technique and I was familiar with the surgeon's background. I got, I knew, I looked up who the surgeon was prior and read a little bit about him. And when I did that, it was like, and they, they had asked for, for one of our tools and it was our suture anchor. And they're Hey, can you pass me the, the 2.5, uh, swivel lock suture anchor? Boom. Grabbed it. And they just kind of looked at me like, wow, like, how'd you know that? And it's, and, and that's actually what the medical education manager, she kind of came over to me and she was like, so have you been like studying and like learning our products? I'm like, Oh, absolutely. Like I've been doing this for, for six months since I planned on doing the original internship. Yep. So that's something I recommend to you guys. If you do get that opportunity, prepare yourself. I love it, man. I, that makes me so excited to hear because I, I always, I joke around. I, I used to listen to Eminem all the time and it's like, you only get one shot. Do not miss it. Right. Mom's, do, yeah. mom's spaghetti. Don't have mom's yeah. spaghetti on your Don't shirt. Nervous, right? <laughs> but I just love it because again, you get that one shot and that's it. And you capitalize on it. And like, this is what my favorite part is. You capitalized, you did the right thing. You came prepared, which a, you're going to have to do when you're a rep but like you showed that you're already doing it for free and then this is my favorite part what happens after you do that what do these people think yeah so so they loved it so the so the following day on wednesday so that was tuesday evening we were there pretty late uh which that's the other thing is i don't know if if any of you guys are familiar yet but the relationships that you develop right away with surgeons and other reps is incredible yeah the industry is full of great people and everyone i've met so far has been incredible yep um but moving forward to Wednesday, I went in Wednesday morning to have a meeting with the VP and Tim and I, we finally met and started talking. He goes, well, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about you in just two days. He's like, so, you know, everyone's been really impressed with you. They didn't expect you to know the products. They didn't expect you to know anything. And you wowed us, basically. Um, you ran your name throughout the building and it got up to my desk. And, and he right then and there, he was like, well, Oh, when you graduate, we would love to bring you on um, as a rep. And man, like my heart dropped and it was, it was an incredible feeling. I can't yeah. even really fully describe it to you guys because I didn't expect them to do that after two days. Uh, but if you, if you do prepare and go in and show them that you, like we said before, like you're driven, you want to learn, you're team oriented and you're basically be, be just a well-rounded human being. Yeah. Honestly, just don't I mean, suck. <laughs> just all. be good. Just don't, just don't be terrible. Like just kind of go in, be yourself, have that personality. And, and I was kind of, I was ecstatic, but kind of had to mask my emotions a little bit, um, keep it professional and whatnot. But, uh, and I, I told him that, yeah, we would, we'd definitely be in contact. And he set up a time, um, in March for him and I to get on a phone call and kind of plan things out moving forward. And so that was, that was kind of the, I'd say one of the happier moments that I've had in my life. And it was, it was good. That's awesome. And that's one of those moments I, I've been there, get offered the job, professional, hang up the phone or get in yep. your car and it's a party in like, the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Totally. Been, and see, that's what I just love about this. You guys, like, again, Tyler came prepared. He was just himself, right? He was able to do who he truly is and just show that he's going to be a team player. He's going to help out. He's going to, and the biggest thing, he's going to be a resource. He's not going to be somebody that's dragging him down that they have to hold their, his hand. He literally came in ready to go. They could have probably put him in something and he could have made it through, right? And so that's the biggest thing is you guys have to come prepared. You have to be doing your uh, homework and being confident. And this is the whole thing. You know how you become confident? You do your homework. And that just helps you feel more confident throughout the process. And then again, just 
like Tyler said, when you get that shot, you got to make the most of it. Don't miss it. I love yeah. it. I so love I it. Got to, oops, sorry. Oh, I got no, go to, ahead, man. I actually got to jump into a case and shadow a rep um, the third, that Thursday, so the day following. And I went into that rep with that rep, and he was kind of talking through some stuff. And, and I kind of got that full experience of what it's actually like. What are the interactions right, like with the surgeon? And so the surgeon had turned around and asked him a question about one of the products. And he kind of looked at me and just like kind of curious, kind of putting my, put me on the block for a second, see if I did know it. And I was able to answer it. And it was like, the surgeon looked at me like, good for you. Like you, <laughs> like, I just met you. And, and the, the rep kind of came to me afterwards. He was like, dude, that was impressive. Yeah. So like you said, like the homework and the learning and the studying all not only does it build the confidence in yourself, but it'll show, it'll show to them. And it's, it's, it's a different confidence. It's not, you're not watching, cocky. Not, yeah. Yeah. It's not that it's like, okay, like I, I trust my knowledge. Yep. I trust what I learned is going to get me through this. And, and that's huge for you guys. That's definitely well, one of the biggest things. The biggest thing too, right there is just the, the confidence of now, because of this, this is what I always tell people relationship wise, right? You did that. That doctor is already cool with Tyler. Like he knows he's like, okay, this guy, he might be brand new, but he actually yeah. knows some stuff. Right. And that's what I try to tell people is when you're the rep, you're not there to be the play, uh, the top of the show, right? You're there just to be a resource. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the doctor's show. It's the patient, yeah. like the doctor's show, the surgeon's show to have the patient to do the right stuff. You're just mm -hmm. there to help out when you need, you're needed and just be a resource to not just only your doctor, but to your staff. And so that's mm -hmm. the biggest thing is I always tell people it's relationships, but I promise you, especially in the ortho world or wherever you're at, if you answer a question and have no idea and you still try to answer it without just saying, hey, doc, I'm so sorry. I don't know that. Let me look it up or let me talk to somebody. I'll get back to you. You will lose that credibility real fast because now you're just pulling stuff out of your butt. And they're like, I can't trust this rep because what happens is, is they'll ask you, what screw do I use here? And if you're like, uh, I think, well, they're like, what is it? You know, they, you have to be well-rounded and know your stuff because again, it's the doctor's patient, the surgeon's patient on the table. And if you don't know your stuff, right, he knows his stuff. Cause he's, that's what he does. You're the professional. This is your yeah. product. You're supposed to know your stuff. And that's. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That's a great way to look at it too. And, and that was one of the, I guess that's another thing I would tell you guys, if you do get the chance to go into an internship or a shadow is write down questions before. Yes. I walked in there and I sat down and met with the hiring manager the first day. She'd asked me some questions, almost like a small interview in a sense. Um, and then she said, do you have any questions for me? And I was like, man, like I got, I got boatloads and I'm sure they'll take days to answer, but I'll start with a couple. And that's what I did. And one of the questions that I had asked was, well, what do you, what do you do when you don't have that knowledge? Like if you don't know, if the surgeon asks you a question and don't know, what do you do? Cause that was something that I didn't have clarity on. That's yep. something that I wanted. And for you guys, think of those things that like, you're, you're probably going to struggle with. Ask those, don't be afraid to, to ask the questions about something that you're going to struggle with. Cause it's going to help you over time. hundred percent. It's, so, it's about kind of transparency because people like that, this is salespeople, right? We can tell yep. when you're lying we can tell when you're like doing stuff, but also yeah. it's setting the standard for yourself. Like, here's the thing. I'm going to come in as an associate. I'm probably going to mess up a couple of times. I know that, but guess what? I can get yelled at. 
and I'm just going to come back better. Mm-hmm. I won't make it. Yep. I won't make the same mistake. So a hundred percent. And then also the biggest thing I always tell like Tyler, that's so smart is coming in with prepared questions. That's why I have in the ebook and everything is having prepared mm-hmm. questions is because most companies will ask that and a candidate will be like, Nope, I'm good. Thanks. Right. Mm-hmm. And what people forget is like what I always thought to, they got to sell to me right? Like I'm a great candidate in myself. You have to be confident in yourself, but it's like, okay, here's my, your questions. I answered them. Here's some questions I had for you, you know? Mm -hmm. And like one of my favorite questions I always put is like, I always would ask, Hey, can you tell me about your favorite or your best rep you ever had? And I always (laughs) tell people that because they're literally going to tell you John or uh, Jamie or whoever she was like, this is what they did. And what Mm -hmm. they're doing is literally telling you everything they look for, for an awesome rep without mm-hmm. actually saying it yeah that's that's funny that you brought that up because i actually stole that right out of your book that was <laughs> that was like the second or third question i think i'd asked i was like hey so so tell me about the characteristics that you're the best rep that you've hired possesses like what yep. does he or she do and she sat there and explained what john smith did and what characteristics he had and why he's successful now and i was in my mind i was just taking mental notes yep. and remembering everything like and then it's not like you have to go put on a show and fake those things. No, yeah. But the harder you work towards those things, then more than likely more successful you're going to be. It, it shows that. And then also here's the biggest thing I always talk about people. You can correlate it through your story. If you tell your story, that's where we talk about know your story, how to develop who you are, your back experiences. But if you've done it correctly, oh, you look for someone who stays late. Well, when I was a personal trainer, I worked till 9 p.m. I started at 4 a.m., yeah. right? Like you're able to, at the end, when you're going in for that close or stuff, it's mm-hmm. no different when I'm listening to a surgeon. Hey, surgeon, you know, what's your concerns that you face during surgery? Shut your mouth. They tell me what yeah. it is. And then mm-hmm. why I'm going in with the pitch, hey, we have that product that actually fits that need that you're looking for. And yeah. Just you back there. Yeah. And I, I think that just goes back to, to your knowledge and your confidence so yep. it's like because you because you knew that stuff about your product and you're well educated and sure you've been studying since prior to day one even about products and you still don't know all the products i mean i know it's going to take me years and they have yep. guys that have been there guys and girls that have been there for years that still don't know all of it 100 percent. and that's where i always just tell people you got to give yourself grace and that's why you got to be eager to learn because you're always going to but like that's where we just said the humility of when you don't know you don't know because you yeah. like that you have trays that are so many you have so many products it's going to be yep. two, like you said two three years and some reps still don't know it all so when mm-hmm. that comes up hey doc i'm sorry i don't know let me text a teammate let me call my manager like let me find out and i will get right back to you and here's the biggest thing you get back to them because I know exactly. a lot of people who say that and they don't do it and that loses that loses it. So you got to make sure you're doing that. Now, Tyler, I do want to just touch on this real quick, man, because you are an athlete and we were talking a little bit off air. You know, like that's one thing that comes up, especially in the ortho world, right? They like an athlete. Can you kind of just tell us about your experience? Like why about athletes? Because I was a former athlete as well. You know, we can go into it. We can dive into it. But I would love to hear what they say about you. And when you were like telling them you're an athlete, why were they excited that you were an athlete and to be interested in medical device sales? Uh, I'd say that what I got from them and kind of the whole process was the things that they like are the characteristics that we bring. Uh, So most of the time, athletes can time manage fairly well. They communicate fairly easily. And they're always willing to get better. They're all driven. Every athlete that I know is, for the most part, (laughs) minus the outliers, are fairly driven. And they want to get better. And I would say that 
in the grand scheme of things, what's the company want to do, right? The company wants to get better. Yep. They want to grow and expand, expand profits and stuff like that and assets. Um, so if you can possess something that's going to help them keep raising that ceiling a little bit, then that's, that's kind of why I think they would, they like push for athletes. Yeah. And hundred percent. And also the big thing they love is they love you like competition, right? Every product has competition. If you don't like competition, if a rep, um, uh, opposing rep is mean or says lies, they, they want to know you can come yeah. back to it. That's, that's this. And also the biggest thing with athletes, they know, you know how to lose and come back because nobody's won a million percent of their games and had awesome games, right? They've all had to come back and sometimes they've lost, but they have to bounce back. It's just like me. Like we, I was just talking to a rep yesterday. Some months suck. That's just the reality. Some months, it's just like you didn't hit your quota. Like you're doing everything right. Things just aren't happening. And then there's mm -hmm. months you blow it out. But there's also surgeries. Let's bring it out to a specific. There's sometimes I walk out of a surgery and I'm like, man, that mm -hmm. sucked. Mm -hmm. No, that was tough. But then, hey, I got two more surgeries today. Let's go make those better. Right. You got to yeah. be able to bounce back. And so mm -hmm. that's what they look for in these athletes is, <clears throat> excuse me, is people that like Tyler said, that are driven, that are going to go to work, that are going to be on time, that are going to come prepared because that's part of the sport world. You have to, otherwise you're just going to get embarrassed, but also that you're ready to compete. You're ready to get punched in the face and come right back because that's medical device sales, right? It's not all, like we say all the time, it's not sunshine and rainbows. So you got to be able to ready to go. And then also normally too, is with athletes, they want to take not take care only of their body, but their mind too, right? Working out a physical part. That's a big thing, right? I get all the time that, oh, they're all fit and all this. And again, not all of them are, but again, there's a part that goes with, that's why I'm big into, you know, I was a personal trainer. There's a lot that goes in with your health and your fitness and your mental part of it as well. You know, so there's a lot of things, but the reason I wanted to touch on that is especially, I have a lot of people who reach out to me. They don't always have sales experience. Well, yep. if you're an athlete, you don't need sales experience because guess what? You know how to time manage. You know how to like, even, you know how to sell yourself. There's exactly. a lot of times you're yeah. trying to get on a team and you might be good at the athletic part, but you still have to have a personality because we all know the person that was the amazing athlete, but they were a cancer, got kicked off the team, right? Yep. They didn't, they yeah. didn't mesh with. Yep. So it's mm -hmm. all just about being able to tell your story. But if you're an athlete, that's what a lot of these companies look for. And like I said, I know a lot of people. They, they, I know people that went to medical sales college. Nobody ever asked about their medical sales college. They asked about their athletic background because mm -hmm. that's what they're important because that they know it can take them places. So yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because especially with you living that world, I wanted to be able to let them know about what you went through. Mm -hmm. One of the, one of the things that I kind of brought up and that I'd recommend to any other athlete trying to break in, especially if you're going to go through the interview process is kind of have already in your mind either like a memory or something that happened in sports where you did fail and bounce back. Um, <clears throat> for me personally, with our college, uh, our saying is we raise the floor. Um, and I, all I did was explain that to her. And basically what raise the floor is, is when we train and we practice, we fail and we fail often. Failure is a daily, it's a daily part of our diet. Yep. Uh, and all that does is when we get thrown into competition, and we fail because we're failing at a higher level than those people, we can rely on our floor. When our floor is higher than the people who are training down here and I fail up here, I fall back here and this person falls down. Guess what? I'm still higher than my competitor. hundred percent. And so that's, that's kind of an example I use. That's, that was personal to me, but I would recommend that you guys kind of 
to find something in your athletic experience like that, that you can take into an interview process and kind of blend the business and the sales role yep. with sports. And I think that's definitely what they would look for. hundred percent. And then also I just always bring up leadership, right? I was a captain of my basketball team. Yep. Like that, that, there's that part of too, right? Like you're able to talk. So exactly that a common question is tell us about a time you turn a no into a yes, or tell us a time you, you failed and got back up. And like you're saying, they also are looking for when you're, when you're raising that floor. Yeah. You might get punched in the face during a game. But if you've been practicing to get punched in the face, you're probably going to bounce back compared to other teams. They get punched in that one face. It's a knockout blow and over. Then it's over. Yeah. So that's a great point to put there. So you guys, again, this is where I'm always, yes, everyone says you need sales experience. And again, for majority of you guys, you probably do, right? It's probably not a bad thing. So you can get yelled at and, and still be okay with it. But the thing you just need to understand is if you guys can tell your story good enough, you have your sales experience and or you sorry, your sports experience. A lot of times that's going to correlate to where this is. And it's just how you tell your story and like Tyler, how you carry yourself. Yeah. Tyler was able to back up everything he said. So that's, that's huge. Tyler, I appreciate it, man. The one last yeah. thing I want to ask you is if someone's going to reach out to you there, cause they will, and they'll be like, Hey Tyler, I loved your episode. What, would you say I need to do? So again, this is to general people, but if they're trying to break into medical device sales, what's your best advice to anybody who's trying to break into medical device sales if they asked you? All right, I would definitely definitely do your research. Go in and if you do get that opportunity, kick down the door, come in and basically be, be an employee already. If you don't prepare yourself to be an employee, they're not gonna be that impressed. So do your research, communicate, uh, connect with people, reach out. I know that's a big one for you and it yep. definitely helped me. And I was able to take what you did and take what I wanted to do and blend the two together. Beautiful. And so, so that's definitely what I would say is, is do your research, educate yourself. That's huge. Out to them. Yeah. I love it. And I love it. And that's one thing I do. We always talk about, we talked a little bit off air. That's what I love about what Tyler's story is. You know, he used some of the stuff that I had success with. Again, my success was just for me and my situation. Mm -hmm. Normally for most people will still do stuff, but then again, he puts his own spin on it. So he, and he brings other things. So it's, he uses a peace of mind, but then he, again, he went above and beyond, got internships. He did other things to set himself apart. So that's why I always encourage you guys listen to different resources, watch different episodes. So you guys can get, you know, and that's why I talk, talk to a bunch of different reps. That's what I did. I got told a thousand times I need to go get sales experience. I wasn't going to. So I, yeah. I respected listening, but I could take things away from each conversation and kind of mold what, Hey, I, this is my game plan. And this is what I see going down. Yep. And that, and fortunately for me, that's kind of what I did. I met with a rep um, out in Arizona and he kind of told me the things and I took bits and pieces from him. I took bits and pieces from your podcast and the ebook and other reps that I spoke with and kind of sat down at the drawing board. Okay, well, this is what he told me. This is what I got from the podcast and ebook. This is what he told me. This is what I want to do. How can I intertwine all of these? And if you guys do that to build, you'll build your own success essentially that way. Um, Cause you're still having your core values and what you want to do mashed in with all of it. 100%. 100%. Well, hey, Tyler, man, appreciate you so much taking yeah. time out of your day. Well, thank you, man. I, once again, it, you were a huge part of my success story, and I'll always be grateful for that. I'll have to order one of the t-shirts when we get them back in. So. <laughs> 100%, man. Excited.
Yeah, no. And also it's a good point that you said that I, since I am having so much problems with the t-shirts and like supply, I'm actually looking, I might be doing mugs or something. Okay. So that way you can drink some coffee when you're in the early mornings. I don't know. We we'll, go. we'll get you something though to All definitely right. say, but I want to say congratulations, man. You worked your butt off. Thanks. Again, you're an anomaly of, hey, you're still in college. You got in one of the toughest industries ever. And again, it's nothing short of all your hard work and what you did. So the credit all goes to you. So congratulations, man. Well, thank you very much. That means the world. I appreciate it. And I can't wait to can't wait to dive in in a few months and get after it. 100%, man. Can't wait to see your success. I know you're going to absolutely crush it. So excited for you as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Well, you guys, appreciate you guys watching. If you're watching on YouTube, press that like and subscribe button. If you're listening on the podcast, a five-star review helps us share it. We just went over 200 five-star reviews. Again, guys, it means the world to me. I appreciate your support. I appreciate you guys listening. If you guys are looking for that book that Tyler's referencing, the new to medical device sales, breaking into medical device sales, you can find it at new to medical device sales.com. The link is in the description. Just again, going over how I got four job offers from top 30 medical device sale companies with no previous sales experience. Experience. And also coming soon, like I've mentioned, it's supposed to be up now. I hope it is uh, first year in. Uh, it's my whole book about how my whole first year is what I learned, where I had success, where I failed, where I would tell somebody who's trying to break in. And also how I took my lowest performing territory in the nation to break top five, break top 10 and have success there. So I go into there again, check out new to medical device sales. We have an email list, weekly emails with blog posts and emails to help you guys break in. You guys can sign up at new to medical device sales.com. And with that, you should be getting the 30, 60, 90 day plan with that as well. If not, please reach out to me and I will get that to you guys. Again, you guys can reach out to me on TikTok, on Instagram, new to medical device sales. You guys can reach out to me on LinkedIn. You guys have Jacob McLaughlin on YouTube and all that. So again, love talking with you guys. Love all you guys ready to learn. And again, let's go make 2022 the year you break in and get your goals. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next one. Peace.